Welcome to today's podcast with the college focused on council and its current strategic directions. My name is Jan Robinson and I am the registrar and chief executive officer at the college. At the time of recording this podcast, our province remains in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. While the public emergency does cause us to turn our attention to more immediate priorities, the college is always looking ahead. As we seek to fulfill our mandate of protecting the public interest, we, have, we uh, importantly though remain thoughtful of the trends in the veterinary profession and in profession-based regulation. Earlier this year, the College Council approved its strategic plan for the next three years, as well as an accompanying animal welfare agenda. And that's what we're going to be chatting about today. For today's podcast, I'm joined by two members of the College's Executive Committee. Dr. Tyrrell DeLangley is the President of Council, and he is a veterinarian from London. And Dr. Laurie Gold is our first Vice President and is a veterinarian with his own practice based in Oakville. So welcome to you both, and thank you for joining me for this podcast. Thank you, Jan. It's a pleasure to participate today. Hey, thanks, Jan. Glad to be here. So I want to begin our discussion by first reflecting on strategy 2020, because what you'll really see are some similar themes around Council's objectives as we discuss the current plan. Strategy 2020 included a focus on advancing public voice, with, which involved development of a public advisory panel, expanding our consultation outreach, and development of a framework to report on the impact of our policy decisions. Professionalism was also a central priority, which has been reflected in our communications, in the establishment of the peer advisory conversation, and even in the development of our new facility accreditation model. Modernizing the Veterinarians Act continues to remain a significant focus of Council's work. The fourth priority was to ensure agility in public access to veterinary medicine, and we really gained ground in that area with our work on telemedicine. We hosted a symposium on the future of veterinary medicine, and we established the Veterinary Advisory Panel. And finally, support for veterinary leadership in One Health was a strategic objective which saw policy work on pain management and the publishing of our very first animal welfare agenda. Now let's shift our attention to our current plan, Strategy 2023, and it supports significant work in some key areas for the College Council. Terrell, I'm wondering if you could please share with our listeners the process for the development of Strategy 2023. Sure, Jen. I was pleased to participate in the development of Strategy 2023, and I really look forward to seeing it evolve over the next three years. So looking back, Council approved Strategy 2023 earlier this, this spring, but the process began uh, many months prior to that. Council held an initial workshop to discuss our mission and vision statements and to identify trends in veterinary medicine. And as anyone involved in our, in our profession will tell you, uh, vet medicine is a vast and, and uh, rapidly evolving. There's also the challenging of identifying the key areas where we as a college have a role and the opportunity to have an impact. We worked with a facilitator, which was really helpful. And uh, along with Jan, with your leadership, um, we made some great progress. 
To establish next steps, our council and college staff held multiple planning sessions to review trends, regulatory perspectives, college data, and other resources. So council spent close to a year working on the development of strategy 2023. It's an ambitious plan and we see it as leading the college in the right direction for both the profession and for the public we serve. One thing that I thought was unique to the development of this particular uh, strategic framework, uh, and I guess in particular strategy 2023, was the impact of the future of veterinary medicine symposium that was hosted by the college, the Ontario Veterinary Medical Association, and the Ontario Veterinary College. With the symposium, which was the first of its kind in Canada, we sought to identify future challenges, and changes facing the veterinary profession in Ontario specifically. And while the symposium was not established really for the purpose of us developing our strategic plan at the college, uh, I think it certainly had an impact. Wouldn't you agree, Terrell? I, I certainly would agree, Jan. It was really, really valuable. I attended the two-day symposium along with about 100 others including veterinarians from several areas of clinical practice throughout our diverse profession, but also those uh, representing industry as well as academia. We started with about 30 trends and we were able to whittle that down to 11 um, primary trends. And several of those uh, we see directly reflected in strategy 2023, um, animal welfare, one health, technology, access to veterinary, care, just to name a few. So let's so let's uh, unpack this a little bit more then and talk about strategy 2023 and its five objectives. Sure. Um, so looking back at our March meeting, council approved its strategic objectives. And in, well, in spite of the impact of the pandemic, we're making progress on the tactics for year one. Our first objective is promoting professionalism to assure quality care. Our work in this area includes the pilot for the new facility accreditation model, discussions underway at present on the concept of standard of care. Work is also beginning on the development of an essential competency profile for veterinary medicine. And then next is assuring impact through outcomes. This continues our work on outcomes-focused regulation and includes council and staff education on our framework. As well, an impact strategy unit has been developed within the college and it's working on implementing policy and identified risk projects. Championing One Health remains central to the college's strategic objectives. This includes the next version of the animal welfare agenda, which, we, which will be discussed with Dr. Gold shortly. As well, we continue work to highlight the contributions of veterinarians as public health practitioners. And of course, with COVID-19 that we're living in at present, uh, the college is forging a strong relationship with public health in Ontario. For several years now, um, the college has been working towards modernizing the oversight of vet the veterinary profession. This includes identifying key areas for regulation change, as well as engaging innovative solutions, such as the novel regulatory sandbox to support delivery of veterinary care. The fifth objective references the college's work in the business of risk and regulating proactively to mitigate risk. In this area, the college has been collaborating, collaborating um, internationally 
on technology, veterinary medicine and competence. Work's also been progressing on remote dispensing, limited licensure and drug management. So as I said, our work in the first year of strategy 2023 has been impacted by the global pandemic. But in spite of that, we've been progressing in several key areas in the first year. Thanks, Terrell. Thanks for sharing that overview of Strategy 2023 and the current year's work on those objectives. Thanks, Jan. It's, it's my pleasure. Now let's take a closer look at the animal welfare agenda. And to help me do that, I'm joined by Dr. Lori Gold. Lori, thank you so much for being part of our discussion today. I'm really happy to be part of this conversation. You know, animal welfare is an important part of the life's work of a veterinarian, and discussing animal welfare and the good work that veterinarians do in this area is immensely rewarding. The College Council articulated a position statement on animal welfare in 2015, uh, with the purpose really of helping the public understand the college's role. In matters related to animal welfare, the council really needs to focus on its role in the licensure, accreditation, quality assurance, and or the complaint management of veterinarians and how these activities support animal health and well-being. Veterinarians, of course, as Lori's already pointed out, have a keen interest in this topic, and they go above and beyond in the support of the health and welfare of animals. I'm wondering, Lori, if you want to expand on that. Absolutely, Jen. You know, I think it's second nature to our profession to take on initiatives which support animal welfare. The vast majority of veterinarians get started on this path because of a love of animals and a desire to help them. Animal welfare, inclusive of harm reduction and the relief of suffering, is central to the practice of veterinary medicine. You know, whether it be support through our practices or efforts as individuals, veterinarians are often on the front lines of helping animals. We see veterinarians generously contributing their time, resources, and their expertise in support of animal welfare locally and around the world. The college's first ever animal welfare agenda was part of Strategy 2020. We talked about that a little earlier in the podcast, and it included uh, progress in, in many key areas. Uh, firstly, we established a position statement on the humane handling of animals by veterinarians. We also did an update on our position statement uh, on pain management in animals. Work also began on revising the existing position on complementary and alternative veterinary medicine. And of course, a key part of the animal welfare agenda in Ontario has been the establishment of the new PAUSE legislation. And just to help everybody with that again, is really uh, means the provincial animal welfare system. And the college is really pleased to collaborate with the provincial government on this important piece of animal welfare oversight. But looking ahead, Lori, I'm wondering if you can provide our audience uh, with an overview of our current three-year animal welfare agenda. Yeah, for sure, Jen. As part of its Strategy 2023 platform, the College Council identified specific areas of animal welfare where we can engage with our partners and have an impact on animal welfare. We're currently in our first year and we're making progress on our priorities. We have, a published, uh, we have published a policy statement on veterinary medicine and wildlife. 
We continue to help veterinarians and the public to understand the new provincial animal welfare legislation, as you've just mentioned, and work continues on the development of resources that support antimicrobial stewardship in all veterinary practices. As we move into the second year, we'll be finalizing the work to revise our policy statement on complementary and alternative veterinary medicine. We'll also be exploring the concept of one welfare and seeking to better understand what that might entail for veterinarians and for the college. We're also planning to host a provincial forum on animal welfare and veterinary medicine. In the third year, we'll be looking at how we can assist veterinarians in understanding animal welfare, ethics, and law. We'll also be exploring veterinary care in Indigenous communities and preparing any regulatory policy implications. It is an ambitious agenda and one that will engage our profession and serve the public. Tyrrell and Lori, thank you again for participating in this podcast. I know our listeners appreciated hearing your perspectives and learning more about the college's objectives for the future through Strategy 2023, and of course, our commitment to animal welfare. If you're interested in more information on the college's strategic plan and the animal welfare agenda, I encourage you to contact the college or visit our website. Thanks so much for tuning in.